0: is Kenya and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today I'm doing an episode sitting in between a rose geranium and a lime geranium in my garden because today is about balance and about perspectives and about sometimes the magic doesn't work okay so the magic I'm referring to is the magic of canning and there are times when things that we plan to do just don't go the way we thought they would. I am always sharing things on this podcast, and it seems like everything's so great and ideal, and life just isn't that way all the time. And I think it's just as important to share my mishaps with my friends as it is with my successes. So open up your big book of stuff and turn to the food preservation section and look up failures or happy accidents. Um, I think that's what Bob Ross used to call them. And let's get started. So earlier this season, I wound up finding, again, my favorite crab apple patch. And I love crab apples. These particular crab apples are the tiny little red ones that don't get much larger than the diameter of a 50 cent piece. Uh, for many of you you might not know what that is so if you're in Canada let's say a little bit larger than a toonie across and if you're in other countries uh, about maybe the size of a mid-sized small red globe radish at most. So. I love this tree, and I love making crab apple jelly or other treats when I can. So this year I decided I'm going to make crab apple jelly. I'm going to make a big batch. Go out, attack the tree. Attack the tree a couple of times. Enjoyed it. Just picked to my heart's content. The first time I picked by myself, and people were kind of staring like, what is she doing? Uh, The second time I went, I took my husband with me, or rather he drove me to the tree stand and we just picked away and of course looking for holes or fungus or anything else that might be affecting them we were able to garner about a about a five gallon bucket and a half of crab apples. these crab apples were absolutely lovely. I do have a habit of scoping them out every year to see when they're gonna be at peak readiness. I've often been tempted to make crabapple blossom jelly. And I don't know if you know you can do that but you really can. It has a different flavor but I really wanted crabapple jelly this year. It's been in my mind all year long. I was planning and scheming and plotting And I had my buckets ready, my baskets ready, and a really large bag with an elephant on it that my daughter let me use. That's her personal elephant bag, so I had to take good care of it. But it's just perfect for if you're going to do something like this. So I went out there, gathered up all these crab apples, and then I let them soak in water for a while. But to be honest, they were underneath a bunch of other apples I had picked from a wild apple tree growing out here near me, Uh, an old homestead so a lot of development has taken place over here but we do have apple trees that are left over so on that same day I decided to pick apples and so we had a big bag of apples and crab apples and a bucket of apples it was a good time Once I decided to make the crab apple jelly, that's when everything started to get weird. You know, at first, I've got canning, I I do have canning equipment, but it was only when I was going to get started that I realized that I was so busy checking off everything for gathering. I hadn't checked off everything for processing, so it turns out I had all my canning tools, but I couldn't find them all because they weren't all stored in the same place because I'm in the process of reorganizing my kitchen and my home and usually they'd be in a box but the box got damaged so everything was kind of um, separated so it took a while to find everything but once I did we were good to go and that's when the first boil started unfortunately we had to get rid of the contents of the first boil why because an emergency came up and I had to leave my processing in the middle which meant everything sat overnight. And even though I attempted to drain it, it just didn't go right. So we had a second boil. And let me tell you what happened then. So for the second boil, not a big problem. I I boiled down the crab apples and when I say I had a lot of crab apples, I mean I had a great amount. They were in a very large pot, and even though we were adding enough water to have them float, they still fill that pot up to the very top. So once I boiled the second boil down, uh, and the, the water was beautifully red, I crushed them. It was gorgeous, the juice was gorgeous. I only put a little water in there. Then it was time to, to strain them and drain them. So what I did, I put the apples, Um, And you don't want to put them into a large uh, hold kind of deal here because you don't want your jelly to be cloudy. I put them in cheesecloth. But the first time I was like, well, you know, I heard you can use a pillowcase. So I decided I'm going to use a pillowcase to see if that works. Yeah, no. Not only did it take forever, the pillowcase actually gave way. So that was not the right thing. So then I had to restrain everything again and I decided to strain it with cheesecloth. And you would think that everything would be great. Put two rows of cheesecloth, tie it around another bucket to drain it into. Easy peasy. Not easy peasy. Once I let loose of the rope that had the cheesecloth lying in place, you already know what happened. Everything fell right back into the bucket of juice and the berries were everywhere. Well, the crab apples were everywhere again. It was like, Everything was conspiring to make sure that I could not get this batch done. It was insane. So then I pulled everything back out because I had let it drain for a really long time. It was basically a crabapple mush remains cakelet. It was terrifyingly gross. So well, and I could have cooked it down and make butter, but not today, not today. And then I got rid of it. So then here comes the next part of processing. So I'm sitting here with all this crab apple juice and I'm saying to myself, well, now it's time to add the syrup. This should not be a problem. You have no idea how much crab apple juice I had. I had 24 servings of crab apple juice, like 24, 24 cups of crab apple juice, which meant I had to put in at least least as much sugar Unless I was going to do a, a low sugar one. Now the good thing is I didn't add pectin. Or so I thought. Because crab apples have their own pectin in the skin and everything. So this should have been, been a no brainer. It should not have been a difficult thing. But I think what happened was I over processed everything. And you'll see why in a little bit. So once I've got this all dissolved, now it's time to get ready to process everything. And I get ready to go to my processing pot, my canning pot, only to find that one, I don't have my other canning pot, it was damaged. So it was time for a different canning pot. I used the canning pot, it wasn't deep enough because it was a substitute pot. So I used my little blossom kind of uh, shaped rubber insert to sit the, the jars on because that way I can, can process them and they'll, they'll not be on the bottom of the pot and everything will be great. Well guess what? The little clamp that goes on it to make sure that the blossom stays in one piece, flew off. Seriously, this was the, the comedy of errors. It just flew off into recesses unknown behind the kitchen stove and I couldn't get under there and it's gone forever, so now it's what am I going to do trying to process this? So. I'd read that you could use the canning, uh, the canning, not the lids, but the, um, the part that goes around, I I can't think right now, but the rings, the rings, you can put the rings in the bottom of the canning pot if you don't have something to space it, like a basket or something, or a rack, and I did that, I put them on top of the rings, inside of the the canning pot, and now we begin, and I thought, okay, this will be easy peasy, well, the problem is, is that it took forever, and I do mean forever, to do 24 jars of this. And they always tell you, don't try to do large batches of crab apples. And of course, me being me, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. So, you know, I did it anyway. And I wasn't feeling really good about that. I was really kind of crabby about the crab apples. Oh, come on, that was funny. be that way. But yeah, so then let's get into where this all begins to go wrong. So I've got this whole production going and it it looks like it's going to be fine and everything's sitting down. And then I'm noticing after about few hours four jars didn't seal okay it happens just put those in the refrigerator not a big deal and so I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and it's 24 hours gone by and I am the proud owner of 20 jars of crab apple syrup that's right not a single one gelled one or two seem to have the first hint of trying to gel but it is my opinion that what wound up happening is that I overprocessed them too long to be on the safe side and destroyed and deconstructed the pectin that was naturally existed. I also didn't use lemon because I was out of lemon. I figured, oh well, it, it doesn't need it. Well, now I have 24 can- jars of syrup. So what do we do? Well, I talked to my friends and they were like, well, you know, you can always add syrup to whiskey and you can have a great bonfire well, that's all fine and good, but I'm not drinking whiskey and I'm not trying to have a bonfire. So this is what we're going to do. So at this point, you're like, well, what are you going to do with all the syrup? Well, I'm just letting it sit. Now, believe it or not, there's an a thing where there's a bunch of grandmothers that get together and they teach us young people about canning and I did ask them I suppose she did what should we do and one lady in there said you should wait two weeks well I'm not gonna wait 14 days even though she said you know they could come again or something I'm not doing that what I have before me is the prospect of a weekend full of canning where I just literally have to take them dump them into a pot wash all the jars get new lids reboil it down, add lemon, add pectin, and then reprocess and can all of that crab apple syrup in the hopes that it will be crab apple jelly. And my understanding is that if it doesn't take the second time, then that's it. You're just stuck with it. And that's what I'm looking at doing at this point. Now there's a temptation on my part to take some of those apples and make some of them crab apple and apple jelly but I don't want to do that I want it to be pure crab apple jelly but one good thing is is that the crab apple syrup is crystal clear it's beautifully red and it's gorgeous so it's like a, a whole countertop full of rubies where they're sitting so I guess there's something pretty to look at but I'm hoping and praying that I will be able to come back here and tell you about a successful jelly experience So I just wanted to share that with you because sometimes the magic doesn't work. Sometimes the canning doesn't work and there's no shame in that. Either it will work or it won't. I'm hoping that by reprocessing it, I get some nice jelly. You may hear children in the background. There's children playing outside and that's fine. That's part of life. That's the great thing about recording outside. Um, But I mean, what are you going to do, right? You just pick yourself back up and get back in there, tie on your apron, and try again. And if it doesn't come out well, well, then I guess I just have something wonderful for the garden. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. But I do have an addendum to this because I also had an additional half bucket of crab apples left over after all of this. We really picked a lot of crab apples. And someone was ill and they were shut in and they wanted to get crab apples from me and I was going to deliver them, but unfortunately they were a little bit too ill. And the reason that I wasn't going to take the processed jelly is because they are diabetic and can't have the extra sugar. So that's something to keep in mind that if you are making a jelly or a jam and you have friends that are diabetic, there are no sugar recipes that you can try out here that you can give to them and make for them when you're doing your canning. And that's something to Be a little bit more kind and a little bit more inclusive to your friend group when you're doing something from the heart. And canning is definitely something from the heart. I had a great time picking the crab apples with my husband that made memories. And hopefully, you know, every day is a chance to make some sort of a good memory. Even these podcasts are memories for me and you. And I love sharing memories making with my friends and we're friends, right? So until next time, may your days be ever sweet, sweeter than crab apple syrup. And I'll see you here again on my magical cottagecore life.